Welcome to The Real Life Show, Living with a Chronic Illness. We are your hosts, Cassie and Chelsea. I'm Cassie, a single mom living with a chronic illness who is extremely passionate about living a very full and happy life. And I'm Chelsea. I have a passion for helping people to put themselves first and to be the best versions of themselves each and every day. We came together to create the Wellness Hub, which is an uplifting community that offers resources, guidance, support, and offers you the space to be yourself, be heard, and feel understood. We hope that by providing a space to share tips and tricks, that we help people with chronic conditions to thrive and live the lives they've dreamed of. This show is not only for those who live with a chronic illness or disability, but their friends, family, spouses, and just anyone else existing on the earth. Our goal is to normalize having a chronic condition by sharing real stories with real people and show the world how relatable these everyday struggles can be. There's a little something in here for everyone. And a special shout out to our community, The Wellness Hub. Thanks to your contributions, we are able to provide flexible work opportunities for Spoonies, to donate to our nonprofit Spoonies Unite, which helps provide wellness treatments for those who need it, and supports us in our endeavors. To learn more, visit the show notes. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode, today's real talk of the real life show, Living with a Chronic Illness with Cassie and Chelsea. I'm Chelsea. Everyone. That's Cassie. Hi. Hi. So today we are talking about empathy and how you don't necessarily have to go through the exact same thing as someone to be empathetic and to understand where they're coming from. Because this comes up a lot with our podcast. We have lots of amazing guests that come and tell their stories or we share our stories And we get messages from people who may or may not have the same life experiences or the same conditions, same illnesses, and they relate to the stories that we tell. And we just think that that's really cool. And sometimes I think out in the world, there can be this, I can't think of the word, like standard, I guess, sort of. Stigma. Stigma, maybe. Stereotype, judgment. you have to go through something to really understand. It's like, you know, the teenagers, we were all teenagers once. Maybe you're a teenager listening to this. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hope there's no teenagers listening to this. I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) coming back. Teenagers can be pretty mature. They know what's up in the world. But like, you know, when you're a teenager and you're like, my parents don't understand what I'm going through. And my mom is probably listening to this being like, (laughs) she raised me as a teenager and all that stuff but like you don't think anybody else gets it and then Mm -hmm. you're an adult and you're just like no they did they went they they got it they did get it and so we're not we're not teenagers you don't have to go through the exact same thing to be empathetic Mm -hmm. so yeah and like um Yes, I agree. <laughs> so before we started recording, we literally had like, we were talking about the points we wanted to make and yeah. it was flowing. So we're like, we need just to start recording. And now we started recording. We're like, I'm like drawing words. Okay. So for example, yeah, here we are. So for example, um, we have had like a common theme that we've had in discussions on our podcast with either um, interviewees or like connecting with listeners via social media, like whatever. Um, one of the common things we've heard is that 
people can relate to the topics that we're talking about because we do try to be like raw and open with our topics and our discussions. You know, we really don't edit our episodes. Um, we don't, we really try not to filter ourselves. I mean, sometimes, you know, we get done well, recording and I'm like, what the fuck did I say? Like, we'll, we'll edit out like ums and ahs and awkward pauses or like weird noises in the background that we can, but like content, we really don't. Edit. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to like keep our quality, you know, mm-hmm. sounding good, but yes, our content, we don't edit. And sometimes, you know, we'll even like, I mean, someone will mention, I heard you say this in the podcast and I'm like, good God, did I say that on there? You know, like, <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get men- <laughs> yes, definitely. Many people have said um, that they appreciate being able to relate to the topics that we're talking about. And so something we've noticed with that is you can have a different condition to someone, but it, you can still relate to what they're going through. You might now, have similar symptoms. Yes. But a completely different condition. Right. Or you have a similar family struggle or yes. healthcare diagnosis struggle. Yes. And so with that being said, um, we wanted to address that when you have the same symptom or condition or situation as someone else, you can definitely have a deeper understanding of what that person is going through. There is a bond created in the sense of you say, you know, I am exhausted to my core to a spoonie and another spoonie is going to be like, dude, Mm -hmm. I get it. Like, I know how that feels. And there's a camaraderie. There's a bond there that happens because you, both of you understand the depth of exhaustion that that feels like. That being said, There are people out there who are empathetic enough and open-minded enough to hear someone saying, I am exhausted to their core and simply believe that they are exhausted and they can have empathy for that person. And they don't have to have experienced that feeling in order to like understand someone going through it again. It may not give them as deep of an understanding because you've been there, you know, you've um, as someone who's walked with them in that moment kind of thing. But Chelsea has been like, that's part of why we like our duo is because Mm -hmm. Chelsea is one of those humans that's out there who is empathetic and doesn't need to experience something in order to um, be understanding and empathetic and show compassion and be thoughtful and mindful. Um, Yeah. I almost feel like we should talk a little bit about how we experience empathy because, um, I've had discussions with people who maybe I feel like are not as empathetic as me. And they're Mm -hmm. like, I don't understand how you just do that. And I'm like, uh, what do you, it's Cassie and I are both very empathetic people naturally. (laughs) And so I feel like I experience empathy by really trying to put myself into people's shoes and imagine what that is like. And so I am actually have a pretty good imagination Um, being an only child, I grew up playing by myself a lot. And while that sounds depressing, it really wasn't a promise. I had a very fun time playing by myself. I still enjoy being Mm -hmm. by myself quite a lot. I didn't leave my house at all this past weekend. I only saw my husband and it was beautiful. It was perfect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I, I, I do feel like I have a really good imagination. I cannot watch scary movies because the scary movie follows me into the rest of my life because it gets my imagination going same and I see terrifying ghosts I cannot do zombies at all like I just I cannot don't watch scary movies either and I just it stays with me for so long because it just it I think I get overly empathetic (laughs) to the situation and so because I have a good imagination I think it 
again, it's not necessarily the same. I might not understand to the exact same depth, but I can imagine what that would be like. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Like, Kathy recently got divorced, was going through that process. And because we're friends who we, we actually really, truly are very, 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 very good friends in real life. We, we are. talk all the time, <laughs> besides on the podcast. Not all of mm-hmm. our conversations are recorded. And going through that, I've never been divorced, but I have ended long-term relationships and fallen out of love with someone and had conflict. And so based off of my prior experiences, I can kind of on some level put myself in Cassie's shoes and be like, oh, that's super shitty. That would not be fun. Mm-hmm. I would not like that. That's frustrating. That's annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like I don't have kids. Cassie has a son. So there is kind of some things that I haven't been able to pull from my real life experience for that empathy, for putting myself in people's shoes. But there's still some level of like, oh, okay, that's kind of what you're going through. Yeah. Oh. And see, that's a, that's a great point. Like Chelsea can still, like, if I say, oh, I'm, I'm in arguments about this, that, or the other, or no negotiations, and it's just dragging out or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. Chelsea can have the wherewithal to be like, that's got to be really stressful. That's got to really suck. You know, oh, how is your body handling that stress? Yeah. Like she can be really mindful of that. And then that's again, where we want this episode to say, you know, one can have sometimes a deeper understanding if you've been through it. So for example, um, on the topic of divorce, uh, I have talked with my, my boyfriend a little bit, like if he's had maybe like a disagreement with his ex-wife or, um, and they, they have kids together and stuff like that. Like one day there was something they'd had like an argument and he was just kind of stressed and I don't know, seeming a little bit like a little closed off and he said he didn't want to talk about it. And, you know, I could just tell that it was kind of getting to him. And I said to him, you know, I also just got divorced and I know how all consuming it can be to be arguing with someone who you once shared an entire life with Mm -hmm. and who you're still trying to be mindful of like, talking nicely to, or being civil or being kind because you have kids with them and they're going to be connected to your life potentially forever, you know? And so you want to be careful how you're stepping and what you say, and you want to not be emotional because you want to be done, but then you're still like emotional because you had a whole life with this person and it's over, you know? And there's, so I, I said that to him, I was like, I just went through that. I know how all consuming arguments with an ex can be. And I felt, and so I said, you know, I'm here for you to talk to. You don't have to keep that part of your life from me. And so in that sense, there could have been that sort of like deeper understanding and camaraderie and bond of like, Hey man, I know that this is, can be all consuming and it's okay. I get it. But that doesn't mean that I'm the only one that can like understand it, you know, just Mm -hmm. like in the sense that when I was going through that similar stuff, Chelsea could understand it for me or, you know, be, be thoughtful or mindful or know the toll it was taking on me. And so as we're discussing empathy, looked at the definition of empathy, because, you know, when do we look at the definition of stuff? Look at us doing research. And I say us as in Cassie. I like to do research. Okay. (laughs) So the definition of empathy, according to the Oxford dictionary, which is, you know, of course you pick the Oxford dictionary shout out to the motherland. What? Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) 
Empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Similar words would be affinity with, rapport with, sensibility to, awareness of, fellow feeling for, sensitivity towards, fellowship with, like-mindedness, togetherness, and closeness to, which I found those quite interesting. Yeah. I actually, can you look up the definition of sympathy while we're looking at definitions? Because I also think that sometimes people confuse sympathy with empathy. Mm -hmm. And at least in my brain, which I'm not going to say that I'm the expert, but I feel like empathy is on a deeper level than sympathy. Well, uh, yeah. Empathy. Okay. So in my mind, before I read this sympathy, in my mind, empathy to me would be, yes, that sort of like fellowship for that, like mindedness, that like acceptance of putting someone else's, you're putting yourself in their shoes. You're trying to understand more. Yes. And you're trying to, you're trying to walk next to them. Yeah. You know, along this path. Whereas in my mind, sympathy would be like, you're looking down at them. Maybe, maybe not down. Okay. But you're looking at someone and you're like, yeah, you're looking at someone crossing a bridge and being like, man, that sucks that that guy's shoes, you know, are like falling Mm -hmm. apart, you know, sorry that your shoes are falling apart, man. But empathy would be like, let me walk next to you because your shoes are falling apart. And I just want to like, you know, be there for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the definition of sympathy is feelings of pity and sorrow for someone else's misfortune. Similar words would be condolence, pity, comfort, support, encouragement, solace, compassion, kindness, consideration, tenderness. So sympathy does not need to be a bad thing. Like if someone is giving you sympathy, like, you know how us Spoonies have been walking around like, I don't need your sympathy, you know? Well, sometimes actually it's not, it's okay to have a bit of sympathy. As long as they're not being condescending about it. Cause I feel like sympathy can also kind of get a little messy. Yes. But if someone is doing like the proper definition of sympathy of like consideration, kindness, and tenderness, that's okay. Yeah. I think one of the things that we should kind of also maybe mention here is if you're listening to this and you're just like, no one is empathetic or even sympathetic in my life. I would kind of maybe challenge you to think a little bit bigger. I truly think empathy is a skill. Like I, I think it's a skill. I think it's something that comes naturally to some people and it doesn't come naturally to others at all. And that's okay. I mean, I can't draw to save my life. I'm not a good artist. But I can trace things fantastically. <laughs> and so everyone's got skills that they that they are good at naturally or that they've worked on, they worked on to cultivate. And so maybe you're around people who are just not empathetic or sympathetic naturally. That's not their yeah. way of interacting with people. And maybe that was how they were raised or what they've been through on their own. Like you never know what someone's gone through, just like they might not know what you're going through. So mm-hmm. you don't need to like put up with abuse or people being rude to you or dismissive but if you feel like people aren't being as empathetic as you're wanting them to be maybe that's part of it and maybe it's it goes into having a conversation of hey yeah the skill I kind of feel like I want this from you a little bit more how can we kind of find a common ground and I think one thing that's helped me be as empathetic as I possibly can for people with different conditions 
is by putting myself in those shoes. Like I've heard so many people say, it's like, I have the flu all the time. And so then when I have the flu or I'm sick, I try to kind of sit there and be like, what if I felt like this every single day of my life? Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, that's really tough. Yeah. And so thinking about that or when you have like little pains here and there, like I think there was one time I had a canker sore. I get canker sores sometimes and they are a pain in the ass and they hurt like a motherfucker. And I just had a moment where I was like, okay, so there's people out there that experience, like, I know my canker sore is going to go away in a week. I won't be bothering me anymore. I can deal with it for a week. It's annoying. Yes, but it's a week. There's people out there. And some of you even listening are like, yeah, I go through that level of pain every single second of every single day. I barely ever get relief. And by thinking about how that feels, it's like, oh, so maybe if there's some way that you can communicate to someone of like, hey, you know, this thing that's kind of like a semi quote unquote normal thing that you experience all the time. I experiencing that on some level all the time, Mm -hmm. maybe that'll help them understand. And there might just be some people out there who don't believe you are not even going to try to be empathetic. And those people suck. They suck a little (laughs) bit. So don't waste your energy on them. Yeah, that's a good point. I think if you are surrounded by people like that, know first that like, that's not about you. That's the biggest thing. And I I know it is like, really, it's so much easier said than done to say that's not about you, but really, really taking that on and believing it or trying to believe it. Like we have talked about various like manifestation and stuff like that, like mantras, you know, if you guys listen to it, if you're avid listeners, then you know that we discuss those things. Maybe we, we probably don't talk about it on the podcast as much as we actually talk about it with each other, but. Oh, definitely not. We talk about it with each other literally all the time. It's like yes. every other conversation we have, but on the podcast, I think we've talked about it just a couple of times. <laughs> okay. That's true. So maybe you guys don't know this, but we don't show everything with you guys. <laughs> yeah. We should probably share more of this because I do like it. And I actually miss it. We haven't been talking about it as much lately either with each other, but Anyway, because we got burned out, which is a whole other conversation that yes, you're right. We should record. Oh my God. That's almost like, actually, we should talk about that because that's some of that burnout of like the toxic positivity and like the, the like mindset shit. All right. Oh my God. Not that I want to rush this one, but we maybe could get that one done too in our recording time. Okay. Because we batch record y'all. Yeah. We do with these real talks. Yeah. Um, we're not like super far ahead though. Like we used to be sometimes anyway. Okay. So the acceptance thing, um, or if, oh yeah, it not being about you. Okay. So sometimes it's hard to like, just believe something or take something on, like to say, don't take it personally. It's not about you. It's about them. I know that's like easier said than done. So one of the things that helped me with that was I am choosing to believe that this isn't about me. So if I couldn't just say like, this isn't about me or whatever, and believe it right away, I could, I could wrap my mind around saying, I am choosing to believe that right now, this is not about me. I'm choosing to believe that this is about this person and their, you know, lack of skill in practicing empathy or sympathy, you know, this isn't about me. Or maybe they're having a really shitty day and don't have the capacity to give a shit about you. Yeah. I I hate to say that. Yeah. There's been, there's actually, there's a time, um, we've talked about how we both got burnt out at the end of the year. And I feel like I probably wasn't there for Cassie in a way that she needed because I was like, I can't, I, well, vice versa. I can't, I'm just trying to get through my life right yeah, now. Absolutely. Good and, point. And that's okay. And that's totally mm-hmm. okay. You cannot see exhaustion, burnout, people's problems again on their faces. They can't see yours. So that's a great point. And vi- vice, vice versa. Cause I know I wasn't, 
I wasn't there as much. And then there have definitely been many periods of time over the last few years where, um, I was taking care of like my stepdad and being single mom life and being sick. And I had various family members and friends being so, uh, thoughtful and loving and kind and generous with their time perhaps, or whatever for me to help me. And I would be like consumed with guilt that I couldn't return the favors because I was giving all of my energy and empathy and compassion to like my stepdad or my son. Okay. But so about the um, acceptance thing, like believing, choosing to believe that it's not about you. If you are surrounded by non-empathetic people also just accept sometimes like, like Chelsea said, if they are, if you have a conversation and they're just not really interested in making those adjustments, just accept them for who they are, accept them for that relationship. And you can also get some freedom with that and maybe even open a new opportunity to still maintain a really good relationship with that person, you know, with boundary set. So I I don't know if I've talked about it a lot on the podcast, but I did that with my brother. I have an older brother by a couple of years. We are close in like the standards, probably of siblings or whatever. Um, We have a very similar sense of humor. So we really like to like laugh with each other and we, we hang out socially. He and my son get along super well. His girlfriend and I are really good friends, you know, and, um, but my brother and I, like, you could tell that we're siblings because of our humor. And sometimes I think we can kind of look alike and we were, we're both British. You guys <laughs> kind of like, I think there's a family resemblance. Yeah. Not that I spent a ton of time around your brother, but I feel but like our personalities, like, yeah. Our personalities are like very different and our views on life in some ways can be similar and in some ways are completely different. Which is okay. It's okay. And we joke around about how like I got every piece of like sensitivity and thoughtfulness and empathy and like lovingness and selflessness. Like I got all of that genetically and he got none of it. And for a long time, it upset me that I couldn't talk to him about like my illness or like what life was like for me in that situation. Cause he really didn't want to hear it and he would really shut down and I could feel his energy like withdraw. And we had a conversation one day about it. And, um, he basically was just like, he has no interest in discussing that kind of stuff in life. He said, you know, I would live my life completely differently. Like if I was sick, I would not be talking about it online or with anyone. Basically I would keep it to myself kind of thing Which forever. Some people choose to do. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's he was, for you. he sort of came at me in a judgmental way. So I said to him, okay, so you would do things this way. I would do things this way. Can we just accept that we both handle things differently And this is the way we've chosen to handle things differently and just know that we enjoy each other and love each other enough that we're going to keep our relationship going. And we can just accept that we both are handling health issues in a completely different way. And he was like, yeah, okay. And I was like, all right, cool. And we had, we had that conversation over lunch, like, Hey, let's just put this part of our relationship aside. I have moments sometimes of sadness, like oh, I don't feel as deeply connected to him because he doesn't know this part of my life. But I'm, I also in that same feeling, I'm like, no, if I really needed him there, he'd be there. You know, I would probably need to be dying, you know, and you know, he's not my power of attorney because I think he'd unplug me too quick. And I've told him that, (laughs) you know, so I think you can still like, for those of you that might be surrounded by people who are not empathetic who aren't understanding and you feel lonely one 
freaking reach out to us because I have been, yes, I have been through that with various people and family members. And Chelsea is one of those people who does understand, who can be empathetic and understanding, even having not gone through it. So you've got the best of both worlds. You've got someone who knows how to do that without having gone through it. And you've got someone who's gone through it. So reach out to us because we'd love to talk to you about it. We're very passionate about this topic. And we've got other people in the hub who are like you too. Shameless plug coming out with us in this boonie hub not this boonie hub dang it we changed the name to the wellness hub the wellness hub not do names but today. it is yes it is the boonie hub but um hub, wellness hub it's the wellness those hub people full of get boonies. it and you can talk yes. about it in there and then yeah b look at what your relationship could be like with that person if you took this topic off the table mm-hmm. and if you took this topic off the table would that relationship still be enjoyable in some levels, whether that means at Thanksgiving every year, when you see this person or whether it means like Sunday dinners or whatever it might be. Um, cause I've even had disagreements with friends about political issues and there's moments that I'm like, Oh my God, how am I going to like, like we view things so differently politically, but then it's like, look, if you take those politics aside, there is enough there. Yeah. There's enough there in that relationship that I still want to keep it. You know, I want to, I want to focus on it. It's the same thing. So, um, yeah, people, we want to, we want to hear about, um, your experiences with this and we want to be there for you. And it is a really important topic. I mean, honestly, like it's come to think of it, Chelsea, this is part of our like foundation of our duo with this podcast. Uh So I'm glad we're finally like really addressing it. Like, and we've talked about empathy, I think in some ways on the podcast before, I think this is our first, like really blatant to the point, direct chat about it. Yeah. So you don't have to go through something to be empathetic towards somebody about their experience. If you have gone through a similar experience, you might have a deeper level of empathy and understanding. And it's a skill that some people have and some people don't. And some people will want to get better at it. And some people aren't. And you get to choose how that impacts your life and how that impacts that relationship, but it's your choice. Yay. But let us know how you feel about empathy. Like, are you naturally empathetic? Do you define as being an empath? Do you have any experiences or stories you want to tell us? Reach out to us. Let us know at the real wellness hub on Instagram. We love getting your messages. It's really fun on Wednesdays to have an episode go out and then start getting dms about the episode it makes us really happy Mm -hmm. it does so let us know your thoughts on today's episode and we'll be back in your ears soon yay thanks for listening to this episode and if you love this podcast and want to show your support please leave a review share the podcast with others or join us in the wellness hub community these little things really do help to get our podcast out there to others if you'd like to connect with cassie and i you can find us on instagram at the real wellness hub or on our website mywellnesshub.co for all sorts of resources and to find our wellness hub community